The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. exactly how to explain this but if you really liked the animaniacs as a kid you now have depression that's just a fact and i mean i'm sorry there's there's levels to it but you're in some sort of category <laughs> The mental health, what a, <laughs> like, uh, you know, the mental health inventory <laughs> list needs to include the different kinds of Animaniacs lovers, but generally, if you just are into Animaniacs, you are uh, depressed, you know. Uh, I got in fights uh, about this on Twitter for no real reason. People wanted to start a fight about Animaniacs, I guess. And I, I had to hold my position. I was like, well, I mean, for one, it seems crazy to even uh, argue that they're about mental health. They're called the animaniacs. <laughs> they're the animated maniacs. <laughs> they're literally being chased around by a therapist. Do you not get how maybe children would then see... <laughs> There's some sort of antagonist figure who's a psycho a psychoanalyst. You get me? Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm not pulling this out of the air. I'm not saying like, oh, well, if you like Pop-Tarts when you were a kid, you probably now have depression. And it's like, I get uh, depression rates have gone up. No, I'm saying there is something fucked up with Animaniacs, okay? <laughs> Why does Steven Spielberg show up in Animaniacs like he's part of the the crew he's part of the fucking thing you know he puts in so much like divorce in all of his movies he's fucked up he's fucked up <laughs> as nice a guy as he is whew, he loves that divorce <laughs> every movie Except for Jaws, but uh, fucking E.T. is just like, you don't even realize that the entire movie is about, like, the dad not being there. That's why this kid's like, oh, this alien that's poisoning me? I should probably love it. Because <laughs> they don't have a dad. Dad would usually be doing that. Now E.T.'s filling in dad's. Man, I wish E.T., there'd been a version of E.T. where E.T. is <laughs> Elliot's dad. 
and he becomes a drunk. He becomes, uh, he really takes to the, uh, you know, that beer scene. And he just becomes an abusive. E.T. is just like, ouch! Ouch! But it's like he's threatening. He's like shaking his fist. I'll give you an ouch! <laughs> Man, it's so great. I love I love all of his stuff. Steven Spielberg. I mean, you know, it's been hard maybe recently, but I mean, I keep watching Catch Me If You Can. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it. It's just insanely good. Uh, and it's like, I don't know, it's like a sleeper for him in a lot of ways because I don't think he, he was making anything like that at the time. And like... It's it's exceptional. It's it's such a great movie, you know. Um, so I don't know. I think people maybe weren't expecting that, and that's why it's so slept on. But I'm like, this is maybe his one of his best movies. You know, it's in like the top five. It's so good. And and I think Animaniacs is in the top five also. <laughs> Just saying of the Spielberg stuff. I mean, it's like it's Schindler's List. Animaniacs, Catch Me If You Can, The Jaws, you know, Jurassic Park, <laughs> E.T. There you go. I mean, it, it, you know, Animaniacs, it's up there. It's awesome. I think it's great. <laughs> I just want you to know that if you <laughs> felt, felt targeted by... <laughs> <laughs> by that by uh if you're into animaniacs you probably have depression well i already know why you're here guys welcome to y'all ever the only podcast on the internet this is a comedy mental health program all about the universal super relatable humor of staring into the abyss uh this episode i'm actually gonna dive right in i'm talking to my good friend brianna murphy she's been my feature when i've been on the road uh, mostly in Chicago, and she's amazing. She's super funny. She's a good friend, and I think you guys are gonna also really enjoy her. Uh, she's going definitely full speed. Uh, she hasn't talked to somebody in a while, and we get into that, and I think it's all great. I think you guys are gonna enjoy this. Um, catch this interview with me <laughs> and Brianna. If you can. Just one more time. Keep talking. Hello. Okay, that sounds all good. I mean, I'm not going to be singing the whole time. So <laughs> I might just sing at random times because that is my new coping mechanism. Whoa, what's, just... that, what's that song? Hello. Is that Adele? I think it's a t a t David Tell, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, David Tell would be an incredible character. I just sing all of his bits God as Adele. Damn. Okay, I'm doing We're so unlucky that Stick or Treat isn't happening this year. We're actually lucky that it's not happening because what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate, putting I, I, every comedian <laughs> on blast. Who doesn't hang out at the comedy store and the Dell. Laugh Factory that like is Brianna? TM. That is TM trademark. David Dell is I'm trademarking that. That was really good, honestly. I that will, should I be will a actually do a bit about it. Somebody posted a photo In of themselves. In thirty years, when I feel like doing comedy again. <laughs> Does it not exhaust you right now? The the type of content that some people are frantically releasing, not this podcast yeah, necessarily, yeah. but. 
Yeah, it's driving me crazy. There's some people who are just truly... I kind of also worry because I'm like, you know, the the coffers are going to be exploited at a certain point. They're going to have no more content, you know? Well, it's also like... I did put up an old stand-up clip and stuff, and I'm just like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, let me put ads every one minute. We're gonna get ads so we can get some revenue off of this. Squeeze the fucking donkey oh, it's dry. Awesome. Squeeze the donkey dry. That's a new saying I've been using. <laughs> Squeeze the donkey dry. Oh you God. Chicago types, you do How it. Dare you? You do it. To, I'm not from terribly. Chicago. You do comedy a if little you, bit terribly. If you start getting me started on Chicago, I will say a lot of things that'll make people. You're from nowhere, I'm apparently. From here. <laughs> how so? What do you mean how so? I'm from what? I'm from Los Angeles. You're I was born, born and in Torrance. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not Los Angeles. I mean, it is. No, I was. It... I grew up in Pasadena. Again, not Los Angeles. No, it is. The whole area. <laughs> ah, you're right. Fuck. The region. Shit. All right. It's not the city Damn it. of Los Angeles. I was trying Angeles. to get you. I was really trying to fucking figure like this out. Like nobody's ever had this conversation with me before. Damn it. Your, your skill set is too tight. My skill set of defending where I'm from in Los Angeles from someone from Virginia. Literally the worst place. <laughs> second only to Florida or maybe Delaware. Whoa. Whoa, Do you that's think Virginia harsh. is worse or better than Delaware? At uh, least Delaware has fewer people in it. Depends to be really fair. what you're talking about, but De- Delaware fucking sucks. It's boring. Yeah, it's doesn't Virginia going on. suck? Yeah. Mostly because of because the, of racism. The people, yeah. Which Delaware doesn't have because they're boring. No, they have racism there. What are you talking about? It's like all no, the shittiest Bri- people in Brianna, New Jersey. One racism is over since Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't want I don't want to explain to you how up north there's no so such thing mean, as racism. You mean when Donald Trump said yo yo semite three times today or whatever the fuck? Oh, that was a good one. You missed that one I, if you missed it. I missed it. that he one. He went yo semite yo semite. <laughs> he's anti yo semite. I'm sure that no, joke's been. No, he's pro yo semite. Cause that's well, good job, Brianna. Here come the helicopters. Israel, stop fucking talking about me. <laughs> Donald Trump's in the helicopter. <laughs> stop. He would be petty enough to come stop over here. Talking about <laughs> He's got a Google alert. It's just with the CIA listening to our podcast. Uh, He's out fucking. You can't fuck with us, Dad. <laughs> Well, can't you guys now. do kind of gentle guy humor, like a <laughs> Zach Braff so, type of podcast? Um, yeah, what's the deal with me not being able to pick up a chick because I have too many comic books in my asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm losing it. I'm actually... You've been... I'm melting. You've had no comedy in four months. My boyfriend and I speak in practically gibberish. It's like mm. we're either singing really nonsensical songs to the tune of only three different songs that we just sing mm-hmm. go on what are the songs i can't re- oh what is one of them now see i can't i'm blanking on i sing it every day we sing to these songs and i have no idea what we're doing and then we just talk to our dogs <laughs> and we walk in the mountains and then i have some sort of weed every day you know <laughs> <laughs> and this is working out. This is how you've been maintaining. I meditate. Mm-hmm. That helps. Yeah. I didn't meditate today, so I'm absolutely unhinged. I'll you meditate. didn't meditate today? I was going to do Wait, you a... came over unmeditated? <laughs> you came over fucking unblissed? <laughs> you didn't find your bliss before Fuckin'. you came here? My uh, hat was sideways upsetting. for the viewers at home. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hat. Brianna is <laughs> wilding out, like on a Nick Cannon level. <laughs> you've now put your hat back on, <laughs> askew. <laughs> 
Listen, I get You're it. You're the... Well, okay. So, I have such a... I did have to come to the realization that I do need comedians in my life. Because mm. for a little while, <laughs> no at the beginning of Quora, I was like, thank God, so many people mm-hmm. cannot do comedy anymore <laughs> because of this. <laughs> Yeah, that I'm was like, aw- that was awesome. Like, that right away, I was like, you know, technically, me and Aziz have the same road dates right now. <laughs> you know, like, but then again, then it all kind of got even more horrible. Where well, then they started introducing drive-in theater. And shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, there's like, it's yeah, nuts. and like, I guess I feel slightly less resentful of that form because <laughs> it's not a comedy club being open in an indoor space with yeah, nobody yeah. wearing masks, which is the thing that's happening all over Chicago, Illinois. Really? Oh my god. I, I even got in a fight list. with on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I got about, a fight with Redacted. About just doing it? Like about, that, that, that they fact posted that they're doing a it. picture to advertise their shows and their little mascot was wearing a mask and I was like, that's funny because I've seen three of your comedians <laughs> Not wearing masks, <laughs> doing your mascot. fucking shows. You should make sure he's wearing the mask. We need a graphic designer to get paid. It's like, Jesus <laughs> fucking... And then the guy's like, we can't make them wear the mask, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, well, you could also really? not... That seems crazy. But you know what? All of the women cast members did not return because I because women are great we're taking over the world so fuck you guys because okay? <laughs> we're gonna survive COVID you guys you guys have done a lot for society no, I find it Thank truly you. disgusting that anyone is holding live comedy shows and like mm-hmm. seeing Mark Norman go out on the road and handshake <laughs> and French kiss all the people hey what's going on <laughs> hey yeah, what's the deal with buying a second yeah, apartment right? in New York City and then having to travel on the road for a pandemic with no mask on yeah, he's definitely uh, Lo- he really made bad choices. Probably a bad dude. We can re- we can redact his name. <laughs> it's like as much as I've had only positive interactions with him in I person, have too. but it's like I gotta go. Yeah, I don't know. It's, if you talk like a I cartoon think, character, maybe if you talk like a Dick Tracy character, maybe you are a Dick Tracy villain. Like you know, it's possible. He might just be on the spec. You know, everyone from New York is in the spe- on the spec. <laughs> Sure. I think most comedians are on the spec, but that's true. He's that's really true. he's leaning hard into the spec. Oh, those are go your notes. <laughs> it just says Hezbollah. It's a notebook that has Hezbollah in glitter stickers. <laughs> I love Hezbollah, my friend. My friend, <laughs> I'm in love with Hezbollah. <laughs> You weren't prepared for uh, this today, were you? Who are who are Hezbollah for or against? I actually know nothing about them other than I it's a fun word a to throw in the stand-up. Terrorist organization. They are? Mm-hmm. They're not freedom fighters? I can't tell. <laughs> when I watch Star Wars, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm like, wait, the terrorists wait, are the good guys? So are they actually altruistic <laughs> in their intentions? <laughs> fucking Luke Skywalker is ISIS. <laughs> He's like, he like beheads well, fucking Luke, Palpatine and shit. Luke's actually a straight white male, so we got <laughs> Skywalker's like talking directly into camera. And he's like, this is what happens <laughs> to people who follow the Sith. The Sith is not uh, the one true faith. Hell yeah, And dude. then he just cuts off his uh, dick. How about yeah, that that's version? that's the metaphor. <laughs> cuts off. <laughs> I never really seen Star Wars. I assume he cuts yeah, off. Yeah, is Hezbollah pa- uh, Palestinian? I don't know enough. But we were talking about this that because the whole Lebanon thing just happened today and basically we have a shared thing of like I like throwing it all out there. <laughs> just spitballing. Yeah. And being like so like right away I just 
tweeted it a bunch or like retweeted the footage, you yeah. know, and then was like, um, I didn't because I was on a nice, <laughs> relaxing walk in the mountains. <laughs> I made a face. Damn, that- nobody can see my face. <laughs> <laughs> Most of your comedy has been mugging. <laughs> Not that you're not killing. I do face comedy, and so it's pretty much over for me. But, like, right away I was just like, I don't know, World War Three, you know? And well, then- Trump's really trying to egg China on, I think. So I'm, I, that, I've been thinking of World War Three because of the China relations. God damn it. Now he's sent a plane. He's sending planes and a jet, Brianna, because you talk. And a helicopter. You fucking. <laughs> you've literally called the entire That's just Air TikTok. Force. <laughs> That's my TikTok reps. TikTok. The TikTok Air Force is here. We're, we've got your support. They're Fuck only, Donald Trump. They're all Fuck doing Donald that Doja Trump. Cat song and kid dances in their fucking. I love it. I love TikTok. I'll go to China if, if, it, if that's what we have to do. It's <laughs> pro TikTok. Oh, that's interesting, actually, because isn't China, like, really into TikTok? Well, it's their, they're a Chinese uh, company, and that's why... Clump. Uh, clump. <laughs> Donald Clump! What if he was in the clumps? <laughs> I have to give it up to you. Honestly, that's... Thank you. Thank you for that. Donald, Donald Clump. Donald Clump. David Dell. Donald Clump. Fuck, I'm crushing oh, this Donald Clump. It's, it's really, you know, I, I couldn't do it without Gets you. Gets a gerbil in his ass. It, Yes, I almost wore. Yeah. Oh man, Donald Trump. Hold There's on. There's a bunch of. Let's fr- put this in. You know my... what? That movie really ruined stand-up comedy for a while. <laughs> Because there's the Dave Chappelle scene where he's the comic who's going down the line being like, you're fat, you're gay, shut up. Like, yeah. And like, that's literally what people then for a they're solid like, oh, decade yeah, was. This is for no, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> they were like, for a decade, they're like, that is like, that's what stand up is. Yeah. And if I go, I'm going to be made fun of. No one would ever sit in the front. And that's literally just because of that fucking movie. Ugh. Anyway, so I anyway. fucking posted about, like, you know, I was just like, this seems really concerning. And then I, someone was like, that shockwave in the blast looks really uh, concerning. And I'm like, yeah, missiles do that. Which was me. That's oh, me that's what you think it was. throwing it in the water, right? Yeah. I'm like, hey, this looks insanely gigantic explosion. Yeah. Plus, like, just it just looks like a missile explosion, yeah, yeah. right? And then somebody tweeted at me they're like this is fear-mongering like this i love is- when people say fear-mongering that's <laughs> fear-mongering. like my new that's like the new and they go this as is much as there are karens it is the new karen it's like oh i know right i had to go, think about it i hate it if you go it. if you don't wear a mask around another person you don't live with you guys could like in close quarters indoors you guys could spread it to each other and then you get people going you're fear-mongering it's like no i'm literally just <laughs> reading no, facts and repeating like people them. just heard this word just figured it out oh my god and it's getting thrown around a, a lot where I, I was like so in the reply they go this is fear-mongering fireworks also make this kind of blast and i just like i t- took a sec because i was like i really don't want to make people really overly scared i just was like hey has anyone seen this footage just looks really fucked up and here's my just read on it yeah yeah and then like yeah i was like fireworks i like thought about it i was like this is more disrespectful to like this footage you look at it clearly hundreds of people are dead oh yeah, yeah. and you're like maybe it was a party 
party. You're just like, it's like, it's like looking at like. I mean, it was a party for whoever had ex- tons of explosives. They just like see like in the fucking. They see the Holocaust and they're like, it's a. Con- oh, it, maybe it was it's a conga like a line. Nazi vibe. Maybe it was like a conga oh, line God. where people were like got out of control. Yeah. And so I was just like, man. Well, what I read I, was I, that they took it down, but man, that's like that's like stupid mongering is yeah. to say shit like that. I'm like, look, I'm I'm not saying who did it and yeah. being like this is um clearly one person i'm just like this is insane footage yeah you, you just say, in the middle east a place where wild. i don't know there's been problems where you're pretty <laughs> where people are pretty desensitized to the crazy shit that goes on there so for something to seem insane takes a lot mm-hmm. yeah they well i guess that israel has claimed that hezbollah has been storing explosives in Beirut for a oh, long wow. time. That's oh, what is this I was what's going on? That's what I was reading. But I also don't trust Israel. <laughs> All right. That's been Brianna Murphy. She just Wait. moved to Los Angeles. You trust she just Israel? Wants to, Are she you just wants to... to put it out there. No, I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> and any of my Jewish friends would back me up on oh, not no, trusting I think, Israel. I, I often get in trouble for saying shit Israel way too harsh. Israel is getting further and further right wing and fucking psycho oh, yeah. kind of like the united states the uh, yeah. you know so the crazy. body to which they are the appendage mm-hmm. you know it's just like i know it yeah people sucks. were getting mad at seth rogan for mentioning israel being bad seth rogan like, <laughs> did he yeah that was a sw- that's a I'm wild like, good on you sir shit man now the israel helicopters <laughs> it's Mossad. bob mitch for this bro <laughs> Fucking no, yeah. No, as a person, I'm like. Wait, 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 one second. It's gonna be really loud. Um. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Yeah. No, I am a very pro-Jewish person, but I Israel is very. Uh, you should, oh yeah, it should be divisive. Very, I mean, it's like it's very when, psychotic. All of the things that they are doing. So I don't really know how much I trust that they are. <laughs> oh, is it bad to like blow away children who threw rocks at soldiers? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is our land. Could you guys fucking leave? That's basically what Israel's whole deal is. So we just kind of got here. Could you guys just fucking dip? Please, Brianna. I'm trying to get this podcast. <laughs> Has picked up by the picked up by by, Harvey Weinstein, by Weinstein Company. Yeah, the I'm Epstein sorry. Weinstein Inc. I'm, Brianna, please. I'm trying to get on Miramax. What about Gilly Lane? Oh my god, there's too many who's, things to talk about. Gillane, G- oh, oh, Giz Lane. Okay, yeah. I I just the other day I was like, I'm maybe miss saying I've been saying Giz Lane because that's the American way to mispronounce her name. So my boyfriend thinks but it be, he's he's English oh. and he thinks it would be Giz Lane, but everyone's been saying Guilain in England. The other way with French would be Guilain, which is my one of my like uh, relatives' in, names. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I think that would be Guilain. I like Gislain because it's like that's like where Gis that's Lane. where she lives. <laughs> she lives, she in lives at Gislain. <laughs> Three, two, five. Gis- <laughs> How is that not your opening literally joke? Literally, just the most disgusting well, that's men kind of funny. Just jizzing everywhere. The judge either goes. Well, How that's is kind that of not funny. my opening joke? There is no stand-up comedy. Well, that's kind of funny because you you live on jizzling. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's give her the gas chamber. We're out. <laughs> I am. It is wild to think about her. We're just hopping all over the place. It's wild oh, to the, think about her, much like Jiz Lane. I like that this is she's kind of, she's being moved from cell to cell like to that avoid you've been getting, getting crazy. Oh, been getting? Yeah, what's going on? It, would you say that during COVID you've gotten more like 
you know, you're just past the point of reason or something like that. Or I like, feel like or I'm you very just... reasonable. Are you trying to attack me <laughs> well, right now? I meditate and I worry. <laughs> Should you have a gun? Should you um, have the same rights as me? I don't want a gun. I would take a <laughs> maybe like a taser, some brass knuckles. I'll take that. That'd be dope. Yeah, I actually bought brass knuckles when I was like 15 in Italy, and my stepdad took them away. So if anyone knows where he put them, Italy. Let me know. Have you checked the boot? <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, That's maybe they left them. I lost the other. Did boot, you leave though. it in a bunch of pasta? <laughs> Okay, you've lost it. <laughs> you're making, you've you're lost making your me kind of lose my mind. Here's the thing. I mean, I it's respect because you haven't been around another crazy, unhinged comedian I've in actually a while. been seeing a lot of people. Okay. But As totally social, social distance. The... This is the closest, maybe. But I, I mean, like, we've tried to make an effort to not lose our minds. Oh, yeah, you have to. Uh, in this household. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, plus my family lives out here, a lot of them, so... The ones that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. Uh, no, my sister and my bro- one of my brothers suspicious. lives out here. And the it's ones like, who yeah, shall we, we not be other. named. <laughs> um, yeah, no. How uh, has meditating, like, actually worked for you? What, If I can ask, what kind do you practice? Oh, so first? I do mindfulness. I use the mm. Headspace app. I started doing it at the beginning of quarantine. Well, I had started trying to take it more seriously at the beginning of the year, because I know how many benefits it has for people. And then I dropped off a little, and then at the beginning of quarantine, I started doing it pretty much every day. I would start missing a day here and there, but right yeah. now I'm at a 38-day streak, so fuck you. <laughs> That's what I learned in my meditation. Yeah, streak you. broken. <laughs> I guess the last dance no, is so over for... What it was in quarantine was that, I mean, my boyfriend and I were pretty much in the apartment together almost non-stop mm-hmm. really locked the fuck down and it at first it was kind of like having a place to go yeah where would you go like just in my up- mind it's called in my mind <laughs> you know it's called deep in within the recesses of my that's mind that's awesome okay? it's that's called like, being deep okay? well that's like Try being it. really centered that's no, awesome yeah so it gave me it gave me a place to go and then now it's like after I've done it they say it, I think the minimum that most people have to do to to kind of have noticeable benefits is 11 hours. That's like the studied minimum and yeah. I'm huh. I've surpassed that and I do notice cuz for me I struggle with anxiety mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then yeah, mostly like that and spiraling, the connected, mm-hmm. you know, the the good old spiral. No, go on, go on. I mean, but like, it allowed, I, I totally because basically mindfulness is more about I, it, I remember when I used to try and meditate what's, what's and I couldn't fucking practice, understand yeah. mm-hmm. what the fuck they meant. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're just bringing yourself back to your breath and it's learning mm-hmm. not to get annoyed that you're meditating wrong or that there's you're having a thought or that you're like thinking about, yeah. you know, your friend Tim or whatever. I'm, I don't know. It's a, basic, it's a basic but concept it's to, that goes throughout all meditation. Yeah, it helps yeah. You, you observe your thoughts mm-hmm. so that you don't get attached to them. So I, it helps me especially now that I'm back in Los Angeles where truly only sociopaths are on the road. It helps me go, oh, I'm feeling angry. Now I know that's what I'm feeling. And just the act of taking a second to observe it takes you out of the cycle of, fuck, you know? And you're like, I have to delete that. (laughs) But you know, it it just, I don't know. It takes you out of that cycle of like, Mm -hmm. if you were going to go into an anxiety spiral, 
if you've been meditating and your brain is just learning the skill set to go, oh, I'm feeling anxious. Yeah, yeah. Just the act of observing that and it you've trained yourself to go, oh, now that I know I'm feeling that, I can let go mm. of that. Yeah. You're just training yourself to do that. It's yeah, not yeah. like you're going to completely not be an anxious person. It's not like mm -hmm. you're going to completely no, never it's... have a thought or a feeling. It's not like you're going to go into meditation and be like, oh, my God, I'm floating and I my brain yeah. is empty. It's, it, is a, it is constant work. It is just like stand-up comedy. I assume, I assume you've gone to therapy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, it's you're right. Like, basically, you have to realize that you have anxiety. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. like, how do I oh, get I've rid been, of my anxiety? I'm but one of those people who's obsessed it, with, you know figuring out how to be how to be the the person holding the reins mm -hmm. in my own brain because yeah. if you have a brain that's more predisposed to not to the horses running wild then you got to train those bitches does, it, does, I'm it Matthew ever, does it ever get weird with the anxiety like what do you mean like is it not you know based on just career life oh, concerns oh yeah yeah, yeah. You know, so but... my dad died a few years ago and now i have ocd level intrusive oh. thoughts about death sometimes really where like everyone i know and love is gonna die or like i could die a terrible death or blah 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 good time for covid well now, so <laughs> terrible fucking really a nightmare everyone's a fucking mark now at least once a day i have like a mini panic thinking about what happens if i had covid or what happens if my mom had covid or what happens if i gave my mom COVID. My plus mom... my family just moved to Beirut <laughs> 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 to get away well, from well but COVID. like for example i i drove my boyfriend and i drove a u-haul across country to get home no u-haul but i drove it i hauled and i drove it that's cool but every night I had panic attacks thinking, oh, oh I'm going to veer off the road. Oh, I'm going to topple over the side Just of a mountain. Death. All that shit. Because I had to drive through the Rockies and all this stuff. I had panic attacks every fucking night. So everything kind of just triggered the sensation that you could die. Yeah, I mean, after my dad died, it was really bad. I was like, I got very, very health focused um, and like just... Yeah, you've been on like this crazy vegan kick. <laughs> I say crazy, I but it's vegan. like literally like the most common thing. Like you live in Los Angeles. Yeah, you know? it's like I, the I most literally common thing waited till I lived somewhere like L.A. or New York. Yeah, to you go, fucking finally left go. the fucking beef capital. Of the but I didn't even eat that. That's the America. thing. Is like I went to Chicago and realized I'm like, oh, I oh love man, those hot dogs. I did not belong there. <laughs> I love the food there. It's so fucking. It's the, some bad. of the worst food. I can't stop. It's I can't actually stop having hot some dogs. of the worst I've food. I've literally put away like 10 plus hot dogs in a weekend that I'm just performing. You have colon cancer. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's insane. Brianna, I know. not to make your your death concerns go off, but like Well, the only person oh, yeah. I'm not of worried about dying is Hampton cuz I know he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to wonder. That's <laughs> I mean, I did get very, like, health conscious and, like, yeah, it, I... But it's changed well, a lot for you. Oh, it changed a lot of stuff. How has uh, being vegan changed? Um, oh, my God. Why are you going to make me talk about this? Because I want I even did to... the motions like an interviewer, like, um, and uh, elaborate. Well, the vegan thing, I just, I, I did it for health reasons at first, and then I've started to get a little bit more fun about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> You know the way that people always hate the well, vegans are where they want everyone else to be vegan. I'm like, I do because it is the bomb. <laughs> like, I feel incredible. Oh, shit. You're using it as a power trip. Oh, it's that's what I'm trying not to do because but you brought it up. <laughs> no, I've got, I'm trying I've, to yeah, avoid yeah. being that person who's like, dude, it fucking rules. But, you know, it's hard. I 
after the first 10 days of going vegan, I suddenly yeah. felt less anxious. I had a lot more energy, felt less depressed. I find like it takes one good meal of like that type of food to really change me at least. Like I went vegetarian for like six years off of just having some like uh, soy chicken that I was like, this actually tastes really good. There's so much like and incredible just, vegan yeah. technology now. At the time I was also a lot more like still <laughs> empathetic about the like meat industry and just how bad it all was. But now I'm like, I'm almost like, I guess tapped out emotionally. I'm just See, like, you me, know what? It's all poison. I, I just, feel, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like conflicted because I think that the most problems with the meat industry stuff is all in America. That's the thing. If yeah. we were somewhere else, I mm. might have a slightly more if we were in Beirut, say it view about what I eat. But at least part of my impetus here is that it's fucking disgusting what they do. Like, yeah. our country bleaches chickens. That's disgusting. Hey, your hair is bleached. Yes, but I'm not eating it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Can I? No, it's Wait, disgusting. Wait, get off the fucking podcast fucking then. bleached ass chicken. Can I have a little bit? <laughs> see if it yeah, my like boyfriend chicken. is from England. He's like, yeah, in England, chicken is pink. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's like, it's no matter like, what, it's pink. But, like, once you just even bad. start to read some but of it, you're I, like, oh, I yeah. I will say, okay, so here's the other part for me. Uh, when I went vegetarian, I gained 100 pounds. Okay, so and that sounds like it was about something else. It was a little bit, but <laughs> I did find the health things were, like, you know, in a lot of situations, I couldn't eat uh, something really Sounds that like I wanted. don't like vegetables. Especially I was also just doing so much stand-up that I was like that's driving like six hours a day no, you know, yeah, all the time. Bad. So I was literally just like having ice cream or, or like, you know, a vegan ice cream or like a, a lot of Skittles. You know, shit. Yeah, so this sounds like which are all yeah, jealous, is not even you weren't even vegetarian. You're just sugartarian. You're just fucking on sugar. I was. Here, no also, wonder you gained a hundred pounds okay. on a diet of ice cream. <laughs> so yeah, hundred percent. That's right. vegetarianism. It, it, it's multi level. <laughs> It's multi-level. One, the self-hate is real and yeah. is absolutely mm -hmm. eating out of depression. But then the other one is such bad education about nutrition. Oh, I yeah, which I think this country is knew it's nothing about. It's criminal. And it's, yeah, it kind of is. I do think, I know not to like get overly like political here in a sense, but like, you know how people constantly, comics will be like, it's crazy what they teach you in high school and like. I learned geometry, but I don't learn how to do my taxes. You know, like, yeah. I don't know how to be a functional adult. And I think a big one is, like, nutrition is so... Like, I grew up literally not knowing... Yes. I think it's disgusting. Shit. I it's thought terrible. you had to have meat every oh, yeah. meal I was a for, like, kid, a long so. time. Like, I, I thought that's how kid, you so live. I, yeah, I just had zero... <laughs> It's a nightmare. Well, and also the yeah. fact that... I mean, now is the time for people to start bringing this up, because the fact that we're trying to talk about the income and racial disparity in this country. The people who get the least amount of education are mm. lower income people or marginalized groups of the country. It really is a way to keep yeah, people sick. Yeah, stupid people are getting hurt too. I'm just stupid. I have no one to blame but myself. Hampton. <laughs> I really, I, mean, I, have no, I have no one to blame. My name's Hampton. Yeah. Um, um, but I just grew up completely never hearing anything about it. No, yeah, you know? this country is literally 
a fucking nightmare. Just a piece of shit, fucking shit hole fire. <laughs> Every day I want to curse the. And hole. you've moved a little bit closer to the to the fucking ground zero. I mean, I know ground you. Ground zero of you, what? You were like, I, you know, you maybe didn't want to keep staying in Chicago. Chicago's definitely like. Uh, shooting themselves in the foot with comedy oh, and Chicago the entire scene. Chicago is gonna have a terrible. And New August. York's a bad place, but I'm like, you did move to LA in the middle of like shut down. But look, nothing's going on. We have space. <laughs> this is pretty good. Because if no, 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 yeah. if if I make sure that I stay away from people and I have a mask on and I keep myself clean, if I have the space to do that, nobody else's decision can affect that really if you think about it they called the trump co- the donald clump copter <laughs> donald clompter he's back <laughs> baby he's, he's back. back baby i'm back also last time i saw you um you gave me some cbd yeah and did I? yeah i don't know how's that been working out for you what about cbd people swear by it that it's I, all the i love cbd the, I like I, mental health benefits, but oh none yeah, of body. I mix it with my THC too. If you have, if you're smoking, Wait, what? <laughs> if you if you're smoking weed and okay. you get a little bit too like, ah, just take a little CBD. It takes some of the psychoactive. Holy shit! Down. Really? Yes, bitch. Welcome to wow, science. Wow, now I can keep my job back at ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> and not Is that sp- what happened? I just was uh, smoking. I whole smoked joints. myself too fucking dead. I smoked myself so fucking crazy. Plus, I just hated the nuances of the some of the job right then but like I look back and I'm like you were smoking a whole joint then walking into work and being like what's up what's up life, this is ridiculous yeah. life, life of the parties here <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah know? no you have to <laughs> so like, my thing be is crying by lunch <laughs> I think I came back to to LA and like I haven't lived here since it was recreationally legal mm-hmm. and the strides that the weed companies have made since recreational past is fucking it's so awesome i truly believe that we because there's just such an array of you know ways you can ingest weed Mm -hmm. you can get cbn which is a different cannabinoid like that you can use Uh for just inflammation it doesn't get you high that's the one cancer people use oh that's right i was like spacing you literally work at a dispensary right now this is why you're going i was like she's going into like tolkien-esque detail (laughs) of like how this is like the cimmerillion of like i work for like a delivery place and literally it's just like the room we work out of is just stock on every wall and when Mm -hmm. i'm waiting for orders and or if i'm i'm doing the packing i'm just staring at all of this cool ass fucking future weed and i'm like what do you worry you're going to become too much of a weed person no because my thing is that i'm a very like microdose friendly person like you saw i have these some i have sublingual thc drops i also just love smoking i love the sensation so like a joint is just like i wish i could have a cigarette oh yeah see that's I'm trying to smoke less right now because of Mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very health conscious and everyone's (laughs) going to die. So (laughs) it's kind of like every day. Well, but being health conscious is because I am afraid of death. And I feel like more people should be on that. That is good. I think that people don't realize their mortality and it takes something big that gets people to that place, which is fine. Also, you'll appreciate life, I think, a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, the thing I am grateful for is like, the aspect of this COVID thing that I think people 
were not prepared for is like the grief of your former like existence and everything you knew mm. i think that's what people are going through and i was like i do cool i've i've already grieved like a terrible loss so i don't have any this doesn't phase me because i'm like fuck yeah, yeah. i already that lost my all... former yeah. re reality once what are you what are you gonna do covid kill my dad me on mushrooms jokes on me i did so many mushrooms when lockdown first started it was oh, the really? best i've kept some acid i've been hoping to get some mushrooms i also by the way to listeners of this podcast i'm not at all advocating smoking weed Please. or or any anything. of these You're things. You're not cool enough. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in just how CBD works. But I mean, yeah. as far as yeah, like I I want to do mushrooms. I like CBD. I need to be in a real up place because. Do you I'm, ever microdose though? Uh, my friend has been doing it. I'm really interested. Microdosing rules. I should just yeah? give you. I should just give you some. You? Well, so I on have... a podcast. Boo, guys! <laughs> this is the police and the helicopter. It's okay. We're podcasting out of Oakland, Woo! California, where mushrooms are decriminalized. And if we're not in Oakland, <laughs> we're podcasting out of Denver, Dope. where mushrooms are also decriminalized. Nice. That um, is. Yeah. This is no, a, if the I, only podcast that travels like that. If I find like some, I could give you a little bit. Please, that'd be so great. No, microdosing is really good because you don't really get like high. You okay. just get a little bit of like focus. It's almost like if Adderall weren't the worst and you're not like, I have to clean the entire block of my. Well, they know. use it so much for like trauma. Like, it, hel it, it helps I mean, your brain create new neural pathways. <laughs> yeah, I think as long as you accept it, you're like, look, it's not like I live every day being like, I have trauma. I am traumatized. But if you just acknowledge that you're yeah. like, yeah, I have trauma, I have, I have mild anxiety, I'd like to not be spiraling out. I kind of wish more people the would whims of that. really I, I, fucking I'm interested, you know? mention that they have trauma. It's like, I wish it, or to themselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, acknowledge like, it within themselves. Well, no themselves. one wants to think of themselves like they're some sort of, like, needy, uh, well, you know, sympathy case. but trauma doesn't mean you're needy or not. No, it's not at all. It's just a thing that happens. Everyone no, experiences exactly. levels of it. So it's like, why not just fucking microdose and fucking live your life, bro? Okay? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, the most... You know very specifically trauma in your life. I love how you tried to tell me I'm not from L.A. I'm the most L.A. person you could be. You I'm are wearing... vegan, microdosing. You are wearing two pairs of sunglasses <laughs> on your head, and I want when to... When the fucking... Fucking... I want to become Republican and build a wall around you. Fucking support you. I was like, where'd my other Jesus ones go? Shit. You're crazy. <laughs> It's so good to see you, by the way. <laughs> How long have we been talking? Oh, my God. We're living the Vita talking. Loco, okay? Shit. It's okay. You're going to cut all this out. Did you stop? Yeah. Did you not record it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can start any time now. <laughs> Go off. Oh, how's it been being solo? Solo dolo? Solo dolo? Have you only done one so far? No, I've done two. Of this pod, you mean? Yeah. Who is the first one? Uh, Christian Duguay. He's the oh, friend yeah. who's been microdosing. Love it. Christian. Big ups, Christian. Yeah, he's... Big I mean, ups to microdose it's, massive. It's just the close family right now. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in pain. I got... I, I like... I'm, <laughs> uh, Brooks Whelan. Brooks. Um, good old Brooks. Oh, they say gross. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nasty. Uh, fucking I mean, gross. you know, off the well, pod, I would say gross, but... <laughs> Yeah, you know. Another Coke so brethren Cr for the podcast. Christian is Mad TV, Brooks is SNL, and oh, Brianna is here. <laughs> I'm Breitbart. From... Brianna is one of my favorite comedians, honestly. Oh, damn, like, dude. When, when I go to Chicago, there is an air of like, you're one of the top. Is <laughs> you, it? You're See, doing, you, you were doing a good job while you were there. I thought I 
I felt personally that I advanced in the ways I wanted to with my material and stuff. That's awesome. But as far as how that scene works, truly one of the most dysfunctional places I've I, ever experienced. Yeah. But then know, is, it, is any comedy scene not? Yeah, truly. Like... <laughs> Anyone who needs and to have power really... within such a small, useless, meaningless structure <laughs> is like fucking sociopathic. That was the best about like, exactly. I'm like, I think uh, coming up in D.C., Virginia is a great, well, at the time when I was doing it, was a great accelerator pad of like. Ground zero for sociopaths. <laughs> we fucking like we were like there was nothing to get, so everything was really fought over in a sense. So like oh, I've if, heard you, a lot of if stories you wanted to get through, you were gonna take a lot of shit and a lot of people saying you're just not funny. Stop. Yeah. And so if you could get through that there'd be some sort of meritocracy in a sense because Yeah, you but were I heard it was enough. kind of like a boys' club for sure. And very like we're fucking we're smarter than you. We're better than you, and you can't fucking come in. I don't even know when. That's comedy, what I heard from people. I don't people even think in... comedy is like doing oh. great feminism now. But you know what I mean. Like no, when yeah. I look back on like, there's always been you know huge names and stuff. But I mean like where people were like, I think Maria Bamford started a new conversation in a lot of ways. Hell where, yeah. Where it was like her type of comedy even changed comedy. You I know. Love you, Maria. And it's just Thank like. Thank you so much. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah, it's like I literally found out about a comic talk about mental health because they talk about mental health. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, the one-to-one on that is pretty, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like probably owe this entire podcast to the fact that Maria Bamford exists. But anyway, I mean, I yeah, you. I get you. She was like new, not like new to um, the culture, I would say, when I was, I don't know, year two and still, like, when did you start? People didn't really know about her still, like, you know what I'm saying? When did you start comedy? Do you think it was around comedians 2000, or comedy? 2000, yeah, exactly. That was yeah, yeah. right when I started. I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Because so, that was, like, her kind of starting to break into the, that was, like, breaking out alts times. and all that stuff, right? I, I really think about so much how I'm, like, I'm just the amalgamation of those four comics. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, I'm trying my hardest, but, like, we de- everyone has influences. Yeah, yeah. And I think I very much am, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, that's also been my approach to comedy, where I was, like, oh, DIY is a thing. Yeah. I'm going to self-release an album. Oh, I, I, feel, I can tour with my friends I in a band. Pretty, and like, I feel pretty grateful looking back, especially after moving to Chicago. Uh, I feel grateful that I started in LA on that like east side echoes under sunset kind of alt (laughs) thing because as much as there were probably plenty of dumb shit that was going on all that that was such a more tight-knit community than you could ever imagine to get in Los Angeles where some of the the worst people come here to fucking hashtag make it big or whatever like how lucky that little moment of time was of like five years that I think started before I started with like holy fuck and then you know mutated into just like you know sleepaway camp and Finding your scene within a scene is kind but of the a f- treacherous I'm like, game. And then a month so after I moved here. away, Echoes closed, and mm. people told me, people I started with told me that everything, like, stopped. So just to yeah. have, like, a blip like that, like you had, just to be in that time and place and, like, be able to benefit from that is, like, kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I, at the time, was with Aparna, not Charla, and, like, she had a real... You were living with her? Rough Staying t- with no, her? No, no, no. She was uh, living with her parents. Uh... She... I'm just trying to pretend I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I'm like, whip? Yeah. What is this whip? Who is this person? What is this whip? She was having like a hard time in this. Because DC is completely like, 
It was rewarding a lot of the worst male. qualities. Yeah. No, I mean, it I was, mean, it is. It wasn't that, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you're right. I don't know, but like, um, it was rewarding just really shitty comedy for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'd say honestly, the funniest dudes who were killing were black dudes completely, yeah, and yeah. they had dominance. Well, that's just usually true in the area. Yeah, they were awesome though, and there's some, and then like a lot of white hacks who were really bad, who were like Hashtag Jimmy Jimmy Dynamite and like oh, the God. worst, you know. Yeah. And so there was a me and her Joe really got the vibe of like <laughs> we're this is a good place to just go do a ton of rooms in total ambiguity no one's watching us there's no managers there's no agents anywhere yeah. so you can bomb i did a I million did things i'd never do again you know yeah. like just experiment the shit out of it and then was like but we both acknowledge this place sucks they they reward shitty shit and let's get the fuck out of here and all our smart friends will also leave you know and go to new york that is sort of how i felt about chicago i moved there to just kind of toil in obscurity and then to be in a place where people were like that's what you need trying to make their break out of chicago though it was like such a weird double reality where i'm like y'all realize (laughs) we're in chicago though right (laughs) there's this violinist who like in history he would like um cut off his like calluses yeah to just start over and relearning yeah and it's like and that's what meditation is okay hampton so headspace get into (laughs) it cutting off your fucking fingertips (laughs) like a fucking bank you know heist villain i mean Mm. if you think about it that is just life so that's just life giving yourself some challenges i just cut off all my calluses moving back to los angeles during a pandemic so that's what i'm saying it's like you (laughs) you're giving yourself like every challenge possible and you really might be like no smoke you might be a gigantic comedian one day i've always i've always i don't know we'll see if comedy's still a thing after this (laughs) i'm thinking society's gonna have a real break from any comedy that isn't horse shit for a little while because the Mm only the only stuff i see people so excited to take in is like the eliza schlesinger sketch show (laughs) you know it's like the worst comedy you've ever seen you didn't like girl jackass their opening sketch of Girl Jackass. I, I like literally. You know what the funny? You know my wife Georgia pretty well, right? I love Georgia. I, I, I threw it. I threw it on. I was like, check this shit out. It's so. It's really <laughs> and, like, like the interesting is the Girl Jackass it's, thing. She's so bad. <laughs> or whatever. And like, um, Georgia goes because she just wants to defend women all the time, right? And she's just like, yeah, that's okay. And I was like. <laughs> I just lost it. I that's was like, the thing that for makes, real. But that's like, the thing no, that makes solid... me mad is that. Wait, wait, wait. Like, I was like, it was so funny because I was like, wait, this is a joke that would be dated in like 2006. Like Jackass was a million. Like what the fuck are, it's not even about whether it's good or bad. It's like, what is the target this here? This is a UCB 101 <laughs> course on writing a Netflix sketch show. That and she insane. got paid how much money for that shit. Uh yeah, that was the best. Because everyone's like, oh my god, yes! I do feel like a gremlin without my makeup on! Oh my god! The hate is real. She's uh, back on the road. She's doing a drive-in comedy shows. Thank god. <laughs> hopefully. Great. I hope they fucking run her over. Hopefully a missile. <laughs> fucking someone do, backs up over her. <laughs> I want to beep through it's the whole set. Time. Just hand <laughs> on the horn. <laughs> Interference on the radio signal. <laughs> This is your teacher. (laughs) I'm a gremlin. You're driving a gremlin also. So, oh my God. It makes me, that's the most frustrating thing to me is that people will try and be like, just like terrible pandering to women shit being like, no, this is feminist. And it's like, 
You don't respect women. You're a woman who has internalized misogyny that you need woman jackass. Not even woman, girl jackass. <laughs> it's a win for women. Oh. We got her. We got her. There already was a girl jackass, and it was on Spike TV, and it was awesome. I forget there already it was, what was, it was a called. girl jackass. It was called My Childhood, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give up props. It was, now I, I have, forget what it was called. Do you have a third pair of sunglasses that I can Yes, no, right here. Please don't. It Please. has coronavirus on it. Please, they're cool. They have the misfits on there. I'm <laughs> Do you cool. Have a mother. I guess that <laughs> was not, a solo, not <laughs> solo <them>. project. <laughs> Dancing? The one thing you could say that would not be them. <laughs> I love the misfits. Father! You should come out with a sequel. Um, it was a dancing solo song. Okay, so I still feel like it's adjacent <laughs> enough, sir. I know he listens, and I don't want Dan-Zig! him to get upset. <laughs> Dude, he is swole. I think he's vegan. I can't Damn, remember. Damn. No, Zig. you know who the coolest vegan person is? Can I tell you this? Did you ever listen to Cro-Mags? I think the it was hardcore? Brianna Murphy. You know the hardcore band Cro-Mags? Cro-Mags? Yeah. Actually, no. I um, do they're like. I they're like. Well, so the lead singer, uh, John Joseph, he, like, grew up in, like, Lower East Side Alphabet City, New York, when it was really bad. He was doing <laughs> punk shit at CBGB's <laughs> when he was, like, seven <laughs> or ten or something fucking what? insane. They have, I'm not He's kidding. He's like the Michael Jackson of I'm, fucking I'm punk. not even kidding you. Michael Jackson of punk. So Is he, he being was traumatized doing, he was by going a dad CBG- who's like, you have to be punk. No, he was God, like an orphan. He, shit he, out of he's you. an orphan. So Let he me just, finish the he started. <laughs> I'm truly bulldozing this horrible <laughs> father-based riff. Horrible. <laughs> Trigger warning. Yeah, sorry. No, Wonder why Brianna a- wanted to move away from dads. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. Got Trigger you. Warning. Scoped. Her targeted. wrists are bleeding. Dead. She's in the pool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you. All right. Wait, keep, please. Anyway. Seven years old? He was like seven or ten, and he was doing shows at CBGBs. He's like this little vagabond little orphan kid who started doing drugs really young. I think he did crack and shit. Oh my he God. was real, He was then, homeless. Yeah, I mean. He, no, but now he's... In his 50s, he's been vegan for a while, and he does fucking Iron Man competitions and still performs with the Cro-Mags. He's a fucking... He has a book. This is the, this you're, is the kicker. You're speaking the truth here you on veganism. You have to read this. Well, because he's this old New York guy, and he's like, what are you fucking eating meat, you fucking pussy? <laughs> I said, <laughs> He's the best. That's awesome. He's so cool. What are you eating like, meat, you Okay, pussy. you guys. He does like cooking videos. He's like, okay, you guys, you know me. Dine on the nine, which is the organic symbol on the apples. It's like he literally has a That's book awesome. called Meat is for Pussies. That is his cookbook. It's a vegan book. Can I make a guess? Does he do some MMA also? I feel like there's a weird subculture of I think he guys does to... actually have a trainer. He might do there it MMA. Yes. That's probably his cross training for I'm so I'm fucking good at this. But he's shit. an Iron Man computer. That's really which is like oh, a there, super triathlon. There That's really it's ultra, what it is. Ultra ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. Ultra ultra guy. Ultra which guy. is fucking crazy. He looks incredible for a person who used to do crack as like a child. <laughs> it's just like He's like all, I have so many dead friends uh-huh. and it's like, I'm vegan, so I'm just crushing it. It'd be pretty funny to see a crack baby that actually wasn't, you know, they, they weren't born a crack baby. They Somebody's took, took up crack. Somebody's going to be like, it's pretty funny to see a crack baby. And it's it's like, pretty funny to see Hampton's it. canceled. Well, now no one will hear it because <laughs> you talked now completely over it. Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, The floor is yours. I want to do crack now. Hell no. Is crack a relaxing drug? It doesn't seem like it. Are you punk? I mean... You did. You did. I feel like I'm always punk. You've I'll gone pretty punk. punk. I'll be punk forever. 
Punk till you die. Yeah, yeah. Punk, for sure. Punk's, punk's not skunks. What if you get into MXPX now? Oh, God. Becoming, like, super straight edge. Could you have picked a worse band? <laughs> for you to like? <laughs> for anyone to listen to ever. What a terrible band. <laughs> Fuck you, MXPX. That's not punk. That's pop punk, a.k.a. emo. Bullshit. I like the slits, okay? I like X. Damn. I'm punk. You're cool. That's what I, th- I said. And then you, t- you got offended. You went, oh, you listen to MXPX and fucking Fallout Boy? Mm. <laughs> Do you love Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco? You're punk, right? You're into punk. Jackson 5. I love the Jackson 5. <laughs> Feel sorry for them. I actually consider Michael Jackson in the Jackson 5 as a completely different person than adult Michael Jackson. Does anybody else yes, have this? It's, I listen to that music all the time. I, I listen to Motown all I the time. I can't fault him as a child for just being abused so horribly by his dad for so many years and making such beautiful music with his tiny little angel voice before he ever licked, yeah, yeah. Before he ever licked the butthole of another child yeah, as I, an I've adult. Yeah, I've said that. I, I, like, if you listen to the song Santa Claus is Coming to Town, yeah, which is like, completely stupid, right? Santa He's giving Claus it a thousand percent. A thousand. Like, his dad has a gun to his head. He probably did. He is performing the shit out, yeah. out of that song. You know, even in the studio, he's probably dancing, you know? He's nailing it every move. <laughs> and that's the kind of artistry you can only get to through abuse. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. trauma. Which is why we all have to acknowledge our trauma. Michael so Jackson wasn't acknowledging his trauma. I don't think he ever really talked that much about his dad. And he didn't talk about anything. He just minimized his ever. nose. He's like, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. My nose is and That's what you become when you live in denial. Nothing's wrong. I you just live, live in, in a castle full of fucking stuffed animals. Is there more denial than Neverland? Okay, well, this brings me to... <laughs> it never happened land. <laughs> wait, have you watched the um, All Be Gone in the Dark yet? I just no, watched it. We can't, we can't get a version. I want to check it out. I should just give you my HBO Max login, okay. truly. I got it to watch a different you show. Let me microdose. I May Destroy You, which is a fucking amazing show, everyone. Georgia should watch that one. She, it's amazing. <laughs> it is, it's really good. Don't tell my wife what to watch. She, she watches as the Quran, and love that's it. it. <laughs> as a woman, as a woman as I a think woman. that another woman would love it. I force her. <laughs> no, it's actually a very important show, okay, Hampton? Um, but anyway, no, I just watched. <laughs> We leave this podcast like our friendship's over. I think you're going to go back to edit this and be like, is any of this usable? (laughs) I'm glad that I got to be your first conversation with an adult in the last four months. Oh, because you know that my boyfriend and I are just singing back and forth to our dog together. Not really baby talk as much as... um, Just absolute gibberish. My big one with Georgia is, um, so we got into watching Community, right? Oh, no. What? (laughs) Fuck. It's a really good show. Honestly, I I have a side note on that. It's funny to pretend. So so the theme song is always just, uh, dead in a year. They, like, have the song. Oh, that's timely. And so, like, we just kept being, like, I would, like, run across the house to, like, jump into the room and be, like, dead. And do like a big like showboat thing for just like we're dead in a year. Yeah. And then it became like versions of that line. We're doing exactly the same thing at my house. That those lines with a different song. Yep. Oh, you're on the same exact (laughs) you know what I'm doing. This is what I would do in prison. (laughs) If I was in prison, I would have fun. With your significant other. Damn. I was what? just watching that movie Thief the other day, and it's like Wait, James Conn's talking to like Willie Nelson in prison. He's like old prison buddy. I seen it. And they just have such a deep connection. And it's like kind of the crux of 
this character. And it's like, now I'm like, yeah, if I was in prison, I would like, it wouldn't even be gay. <laughs> like, I would just have a million games <laughs> with with this dude. I'd be like booping him on the nose. <laughs> singing in gibberish. Singing in gibberish. gibberish. Yeah. The guards are like, keep it down, you two. We're like, <laughs> you guys are getting pretty rowdy. <laughs> getting rowdy oh they love each other yeah it's <laughs> an ideal like version of prison it's not bad. martha stewart prison it's just Aww. she and snoop dogg are booping each other on the nose <laughs> they did they share a cell that it was one of the first time they let men and women share a cell they're like weirdly celebrity best friends that's their like marketing ploy they I have a it. weed brand together <laughs> anyway just that's a side note i have too much information in my brain i have to just drop it off every so Brian, often. Brianna, Brianna's going to drop me off a couple of uh, Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg, Extra Chill, um, hit that big yeah, dick Yeah, I actually work for blunt. Snoop Doggy Dog Service. Hit that big dick blunt. That's I work for Dog Daycare. We delivery service. Get it? Okay. Brianna, uh, do you have anything to promote? Yeah, well, I'm going to be at the Chuckle Hut uh, in <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. We were joking about <laughs> Zoom road so, shows. Yeah, I'm actually That's still a so road funny. comedian. I just um, FaceTime with my family. That's how I... Well, do you have a pod or Instagram? I don't have a pod. Um, I teach online Pilates Mac classes if anyone wants to yeah? take it. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. People will absolutely want to take your class uh, on, on Yeah, it's just donation-based, and I post schedules occasionally on my Instagram, and we do it over Zoom and whatever. If you want to... Guys, if you've liked Brianna this interview, If you like hearing class. about how I'm constantly worried everyone I know and love is going to die and you feel similarly, come and work out with me, you know? Mind-body. Mind-body connection. It does help. Uh, no, I guess... We just mentioned, I I have a boyfriend, um, don't worry about it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> ever heard of it? <laughs> Sorry, losers. Uh, what? Unfortunately, I don't have a wife, okay, I tried, but um, actually he is my wife in my contact. Okay, anyway, <laughs> he, you should check out his comics, because he's really good. Uh, oh, I thought just having a boyfriend was the, accomplish the thing you want to promote. I mean, that is the first accomplishment, and then there's like a sub-accomplishment that I want to... His, his uh, comic is called Goiter Comics, and there's one coming out on Tinto Press. I think it just... All the pre-orders just came out, but it's starting to be shelved in comic book stores. And if you are nerds, which I know you guys are, because you're listening to fucking Hamptons goddamn podcast, you should support all your Scoped. indie comic book stores. I'm trying to think where he's gotten them. You can look up Wig Shop Web Shop. I know that they stock Goiter. Does he um, have a store? that Like an online store to sell? He doesn't have his own because... People keep like stocking it in their stores, which is like kind of more important. But um, no, you can look up Goiter Comics on Instagram. That's like pretty That's much awesome. where, and he's been doing animation stuff on there too. So I um, love comics. I mean, if anyone I needs a storyboard artist, please hire my boyfriend because he's unemployed and it's gonna run out. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Do you want to stick around for a Patreon episode? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys, let's go. We're going to a Patreon episode. You guys can. Uh, check out uh bonus episodes i put them out every monday on patreon.com slash y'all ever uh you guys are awesome thanks for being I here i love you so much Thank <laughs> you so i needed this this is all i have let's do it glad you're alive rest in peace rest in peace a podcast network